You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to another Geek Card Check-In. My name is Chris. And I'm Tyler. And I'm checking in, Kate. That's right. Checking it in. Guys, this is three episodes in a row that we are all together. This is great. Yes. This it's is fantastic. And it seems the like Earth for is the near future. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, the... time is going to change. We're going to lose an hour. I That's feel true. it. It's going to oh, be Oh, wait. Bad. That already it's happened. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All, yeah. All uh, cards on the table. We are we have recorded two episodes back to back. You've uh, we're recording this right after we recorded last week's episode uh, for yep. Picard, uh, but we're doing a check in. We just it's again we spent so much time apart that I feel like we've got to we've got to keep checking and letting, letting us yes. and everybody else know uh, what uh, what we've been watching and listening. So, uh, Kate, why don't you start us off? Give me give us one thing. What have you been consuming uh, in the geek in the geek arena? I just finished a show called be foreigners have you heard oh, of this? how we heard of this how, how is it i literally just saw this today I, I'm, I'm curious we say the I name again two word answer watch it yeah is, is yes. it a swedish it's a swedish show right it's nordic so i don't remember where exactly so tyler it's the word foreigner with yeah be in front of it yeah, because they're making like before, a play on the okay. word before in the middle okay. of this so the concept of this hmm. show is we are in today's world and then suddenly people start appearing in our oceans all over the world just dropped in and out of nowhere from the past oh and from multiple eras of the past we have like uh uh, viking era norsemen we have you know victorian era people and um no one really knows why it's happening it's just happening and so the world then begins to adapt this so we follow a story um uh, contemporary where uh, people from different time eras are now integrated into today's society. So you see people on the street from any number of outfits and looks mixed. So you might see someone in a Victorian dress with an iPod or, you know, any combination of things. They have their own news media outlets, huh. um, all those sorts of going on. And in the middle of this, a body washes up on the shore that should just be maybe a before or a person that drowned, but in fact they were murdered. So it's a mystery where we have uh, the the main two investigating officers. One is from today's era and uh, the other, she is the first to graduate through the police academy and become a cop. And she investigates with him and they figure out what is going on. And of course, both have secrets and there are six episodes of, wait, what just happened? Huh. Wow. And where can we watch this? Um, it's on HBO streaming services. I don't know if oh. it was ever on the show itself, but sure. or on the network TV itself. But it's on streaming. Cool. Uh, wow. So yes, it's. I, I've seen enough time travel shows. I've you know I've watched Travelers. I've watched Continuum. I've watched so many shows. This is the first one that has people showing up from the past. Yeah, yeah, that never happens. Yeah, and it's like, huh. wait, what? Why? And so that is the through line. Aside from the murder that's being solved, that's the through sure. line question of. Well, what's really going on there? What are the other forces that are the work? two things connected? What can we learn, etc.? And huh. the it has been renewed for another season, and uh, in the final episode, um, certainly they reveal more mm. questions. It's one of those where your answers 
that you get breed more questions. Sure. And so uh, obviously that question is not, you've barely begun to unwrap it in the first season because the first season introduces you to a lot of the weird ways these things work together uh, in cool and unexpected ways. Amazing. And is, is this is this is this subtitled? Is it is it's yes. not in English? I'm okay. It is yeah. completely subtitled. There are random English words throughout, but it is a subtitled show. And they do a pretty good job with that. And I will say, one thing that was disorienting in the first episode, so I'll warn you guys up front, um, at one point when they're t- whenever they're interviewing somebody who is from before, um, there's no subtitles. But they're still talking, and I was confused. It's like, oh, is this a subtitle glitch? Well, no, it's because the modern day people cannot understand them either, and they can't. They they can't subtitle a language that the main characters don't speak, which is oh, where they bring in right. someone cool. who can speak it. So if you get subtitles when someone's speaking, uh, that's contemporary. If you don't get subtitles, that means they're speaking an earlier language that you need a character who does understand that to translate. Oh, cool. Got it. Huh. Got it. So yeah. That I think is uh, worth your time. Uh, so. Intriguing, Chris. What what are, what are you watching? That, huh? Well, I mentioned this on our sister podcast, the Screeners, but I'm going to talk about it here because I don't think I have yet. And that is a show called Lock and Key on. Oh, Netflix. based on the, the Joe Hill graphic. I novel? want to watch it. Yes, but I haven't yet. yes. And for those so of you who don't know, Joe Hill is Stephen King's son, King's. who's a writer in his own right. A Correct. really good writer and, and very stylistically similar to his father, but I think more a bit more uh, restrained. <laughs> He's not you say, cocaine last I heard. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's interesting is, is that I don't know the graphic novel anyway is not all that restrained. Um, but this the series is this feels more like a PG-13, almost young adults uh, telling of that story. There's not, mm. a whole lot, not a whole lot of like gore or violence or yeah. like over the top. um horribleness happening yeah. there are a lot of those things in the graphic novel but here it is uh quite uh quite well done melody and i my wife and i literally binged this thing oh, cool. uh, over the course of about five to six days we actually had a um some time off we went out uh to um uh, the beach and just kind of uh, had some time alone and like literally binge the show. Huh. And I highly recommend it. If you're a fan of Stephen King, if you like like more fantastical um, mystery, I, I wouldn't call this a horror, but it kind of verges on like a world of horror, sure. but it's not, it's not, it's a more fantasy, like way. eerie fantasy. Oh, is very, yeah. No, not even eerie. It, it is. It's definitely like a young adults um, fantasy mm. mystery mm. Um, uh uh, not scary, but you know, kind of just there, there's a lot of like, Oh, what's going on? This is kind of spooky. Spooky is the word I'm looking for. Sure, sure. Um, and it's really, it's really good. I I've been intrigued it. by I it, but I, it. I just haven't watched it yet. I don't know if a lot of people have watched it. Nobody that I've talked to has. I, that's exactly um, why I haven't yet. Well, maybe yeah. our listeners have either watched it or will watch it and come talk to us about it. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know what you think about that. Cause yeah, I've been very curious. It's, it's, I, I love Joe Hill. I read my first, uh, I think I read two of his novels back to back this summer. Oh no, one was his short st- book of short stories and then one was Nosferatu, Heart which was made into a show. And Nosferatu are his yeah. Too, yeah. He's, he's a really good writer. And I, I would say his, his dad, I mean, Stephen King, who I love is, is maybe my favorite living author, uh, can, 
he can get real bonkers. And, and yes. Joe Hill. <laughs> That's one word for it. Yeah. Joe Hill uh, can as well. Nosferatu is, is a weird book, but it seems more restrained in focus. He doesn't have the license yet, I think, to <laughs> to just, you know. To do kill. whatever. To, yeah, yeah, to shove off yeah. his editor. <laughs> yeah, and who will say, please, please don't write t- 8,000 pages of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chris, did you say where Lock and Key is airing? It's on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I would definitely recommend it. I think both of you would quite enjoy sure. oh, yeah. uh, Lock and well, Key. How I many episodes? Ooh, I think I want to say it's between eight and ten. It may. Okay. I think it's. T- I think it's ten. I think the. I think the Netflix almost requires it to be ten. That seems to be the 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 new standard. Yeah, it was the new standard for a long yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, ten episodes is what it is. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. So I'd recommend it. Yes, Lock and Key is is it's it's a fun ride. It's it's fairly light. It feels like I said a little bit like a it's like a CW show with a huge um, Oh, and Carlton Cuse is is a uh, is one of the guys behind it from yes, Lost Carlton and Cuse and, is the showrunner. Yeah. yeah. Is it as emo uh, as the CW shows? No, that's what I was about to say. Okay. W- without all the baggage of a CW show. It, it, <laughs> oh, it, good. Because you just like almost single-handedly talked me out of that in that well, one moment. Of, what it feels oh. like for me, what it feels like for me is um, like I loved Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. So it uh-huh. feels like Buffy the Vampire Slayer or what is now like Sabrina on sure. Netflix, the, the mm-hmm. revamp of, and then this, Lock and Key, fit into that very similar like it's about you know kids about teenagers and school and struggle um and it's it's and then it's, in a, it's a creepy haunted house or a eerie cre- house yeah right? and in a creepy creepy situations um figuring things out because the parents you know are too oblivious to to do anything hmm. about it so i liked it you guys would like it i would cool. recommend it no so i definitely will check it out now i've been i've been curious about that for a while well tyler yeah, what it. about you well, just let's. Uh, I've got I've got a bunch of random things for this week, but we'll go on uh, on show recommendations. Altered Carbon season two is out, yeah. and I don't know if we if we had all planned to talk about this in a full episode, but I am uh, I'm a couple episodes from the end of, of the season. By the time this airs, I'm sure I will have finished it. It is so good and more restrained. Again, we're talking about restraint. More restrained than the first season. The first season is just. There's a lot of naked in the first season. <laughs> there, is, <laughs> there is a whole lot of nudity in the first season. But season two is it keeps the tone. It doubles down on the tone. Um, but but um, Anthony Mackie is starring in it. The, the beauty of the premise is that the um, because the um, people can be what's called re-sleeved. Your, your, your consciousness is stored in a disc and then can be inserted into a new body. And so we can have a new main character who is still our main character at the end. Of, we can have a new lead actor who is still our main character at the beginning of each season. And mm. so it's Dr. Who it's, it's basically it's Dr. Doctor Who. Who. Yeah. yeah it sounds like it. It's, it's so, but very noir, super hard sci-fi. It's really it's also Dax. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Very much so. It's very Dax. That's for, it's, that's it's, true. it is, it is, it is similar to Dax yeah. in that, that, that way. Yeah. I love it. I, and mm-hmm. I, in fact, I started reading the, the book by Richard K. Morgan, um, which is it's, so far, at least is very much the first season. And it's, it's very, they're very true to the, to the original so far. So it's, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. Cool. Yeah. I've only watched the first episode of the second season um, and, and quite enjoyed it. So I'm, I'm excited to dive. Oh, and, back and this in. one, no nudity so far. It's been, it's been good. Yeah, my husband's had good things to say about season yeah. two. I mean, we see Anthony Mackie's. We know, see booty we see a behind first episode. But yeah, Come that's, on that's all right. <sighs> the real reason why Tyler watches. <laughs> Guys, wait a minute. You know? 
Guys, got a good butt. The uh, Falcon's <laughs> booty is in this. I honestly, I, I did think though. I was like, I wonder if he's contractually like, because it's t- it's a Disney property. Like, is he is he not allowed to to do something <laughs> like that? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Kate, what's what's another thing that you're watching or reading or consuming? Well, I actually just wanted to point out that the Nebula Award finalists were announced oh, I uh, in that. February. Yes, and the winners won't be uh, revealed until May the 30th, but I wanted to highlight some titles from the categories in case anyone's looking for things to read um, or you know just wants to know what's worth paying attention to in there. Um, under novels, there are two titles I want to highlight, um, neither of which I've actually read, but I've been hearing so much buzz about them in my day job as a librarian that I wanted to point them out. The first one is The 10,000 Doors of January by Alex E. I just e. got Harrow. that from the library. Did hmm. you? A few of these I just got from the library, actually. Yes. Um, it's one of those fantastical journey type stories with the, if you love books, book lovers, it's, it's a, a love story to book loader lovers essentially um the other one from the uh best novel category is gideon the ninth by tamsin muir i just need to read the very first sentence of the description of this which is gideon the ninth is the most fun you'll ever have with a skeleton yep i have that one sitting on my on my table yeah the emperor needs necromancers the ninth necromancer needs a swordswoman Gideon has a sword, some dirty magazines, and no more time for undead crap. And it goes from there. It's like the weirdest sounding. If you're like ready for something weird and strange and potentially funny, I think this might fit the bill. Yeah, that sounds very weird. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yes. All right. So, and on that on that list as well, a memory called Empire by Arcady Martin is supposed to be very good, and I just got that from the library as well. Excellent. Um, and the next category, novella, uh, I want to point out the short story, Anxiety is the Dizziness of Freedom by Ted Chang. It's from his new collection, Exhalation, which he I have not completed Arrival. the collection yet. Yes, he wrote Arrival. Um, but hmm. so far, the collection is excellent. He is a fantastic short storyteller. Um, he's really good at mind-bending sci-fi concepts, really up-close personal things. He takes a stab at more mm-hmm. mythological. It's a good collection overall, but that one's worth pointing out. Also in here is This is How You Lose the Time War by Amal Elmkhtar and Max Gladstone. I just read it, that too. Yeah. Did you like it? You haven't told I me did. yet. I did like that. Yeah. In fact, I've read now two of, two of these on this list. Okay. Yeah. I did yeah. enjoy it. It's a time it's very travel different. epistolary story it's very short i mean it's a novella so it's short it's got an audiobook um i listen to i don't the have a, I, I don't have a wide vocabulary what is epistolator epistolary Epist- means written epistolary. it's letters like epistles so, so like in the paul's Bible. epistles oh, to epistles. The Romans. Yeah. epistles i get it i got it yeah, yeah thank so it's you. letters but, between two people who um, are spies on fighting opposite a time sides war. of the time war. yeah it's very interesting, interesting. Yeah, yes. it's, it's like the beginning of the Martian or the screw tape letters, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, there's but a bit something of that. else yeah. entirely. Yes. Yeah. I mean, something. Yeah, but that sounds fascinating. That's yeah. great. It I, is. That, that's awesome. Yes. In fact, one of the other ones we talked about. This is I'm looking at that list. You and I, I think, on our last check in, Kate talked about the haunting of Tramcar 15 by P. Jelly Clark, um, yeah. which is really very good. That's a, a good yes. uh, novella. I also want to point out The Deep by Rivers Solomon uh, with three other people. I want to read that. So The Deep, 
to say that it's a mermaid story really doesn't say anything about the story. But there are a mer people of a sort in that um, it takes place in the time where slave ships were crossing the Atlantic all the time. And it imagines what if people who were thrown overboard for one reason or another, whether it was because illness or they were just being killed outright, what if in fact they developed into a tribe of people that exists underwater and have an oral storytelling history and it imagines this amazing, wonderful explanation for how these people survived after all mm. and how they dealt with the immense pain of their experiences and found a way to thrive in a new, unusual culture. Fascinating. Very imaginative, very uh, emotionally evocative, very cool reading. So you have read it? I am three quarters of the way through it currently. Okay, yeah. I've been I've been looking at that. I've been eyeing on it audio. for a while. It looks really good. Is it There's good on good, audio? Yes, it is good on audio. Okay. Um, for the novelette category, I have read none of these, and I haven't really heard much about any of them. I, mean, I, I know Cat Rainbow as an author, but I haven't read any of the stories, so I can't speak to any of those. Um, same I with short story. I know Fran Wilde is fantastic. I just haven't read any from that category. Um, I did, um, want to jump down to, um, the Ray Bradbury Award for Outstanding Drama, um, or sorry, dramatic presentation because in there we have Good Omens, one of the episodes from Good Omens. Nice. We have an episode of The Mandalorian in there. Which episode does it say? The Child. Yeah. No surprise. Yeah. Uh, there's an episode of Russian Doll in here. There's an episode hmm. of Watchmen in here. Hmm. Uh, Captain Marvel is on the list. And then, of course, Avengers Endgame. So. Sure. Like, that's quite Ooh. the lineup for outstanding dramatic presentation. And to be honest, um, I don't know for sure which one I would vote for, but probably Good Omens. Sure. Um, Your love for Good Omens knows no bounds. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm just shocked we haven't potted about it yet. So Sometime soon. Sometime soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because the episode they picked of Watchmen... I'm not sure if it was a good episode. I'm not sure if that was my favorite episode, but I didn't actually go back and look up and verify that it's the episode I think it is. So, sure. so anyway, um, those are things that are uh, being voted on currently will be revealed in May, but there's a lot of really great reads in here worth your time. Nice. Chris, what do you have next? Well, I'm just debating what I should talk. I can't remember. Have we discussed The Witcher at all on this podcast? You Some, and yes. I, I think you and I did and Kate and I did, but yeah. not okay, all good. of us. Yeah. So uh, then I, I'll, I'll pass over that and I will just say I really enjoyed uh, the series finale of The Good Place. Oops, I don't know if you guys I, have I have been... not seen an episode of that. Yep. Really? Yep, I need to. I know I need to, but I have not seen anything. Kate, have you watched any of The Good Place? I did not finish the first episode because it still triggered my I just don't do sitcoms anymore problem. At least American <laughs> oh. sitcoms. So, wow. Yeah. Well, this is the opposite of what I would call a sitcom. I think it is one of the most <laughs> well made. I mean, like in that format. Like, you it's know, torture you look porn. That's like, what it is. It's, it's the opposite <laughs> of sitcom. Yeah. Wow, no, I was that got heavy. <laughs> As far as like you have you have like on the on, on the on the on one extreme you have something like uh, laugh track right right um, you know not funny at Everybody all. Everybody loves like Raymond. Thirty minute like 
No, like a, like a Disney, oh, yeah. like See, whatever to me, sitcom. MASH Ugh. was the best American sitcom to ever air, mm. which is not to say and every then, episode was perfect, but it's still the best overall. And then you have something like The Office um, that I is like more like two thirds. I'm on my umpteen three watch right now. Oh, I love it. And now and, and then you've got like The Good Place for me, which is. Isn't it by the same creators in that? Isn't that Mike Schur who created that? Um, I'm not entirely okay. uh, sure. I thought so. Uh, uh, <laughs> I get it there. Uh, yeah. Um, but the good place is all about, I mean, it's, it's about the afterlife, but the, the, it is so clever. It is so funny. Uh, it is so thoughtful. Mm. It's about, if you enjoy philosophy, if you enjoy talking about like the, the higher things and mm-hmm. like, what is life really all about? It is science fiction, um, at, at its height comedy and science fiction it is just absolutely uh an incredible show and i cannot recommend it higher i I really do think both of you would love i hear that uh, daniel my brother raves about it how much does it rest on the reveals because like i heard about the twist for the end of season one i'm like well that's obvious and i haven't even watched the show and i don't know anything at all Right. No, I, I would say um, it, if you know even where it's going, that's absolutely fine. I still think it's worth going on the journey. Um, the journey with the characters and what they're saying and where they're going, the the actual like um, just just the, the, everything about it is is beautiful and wonderful. And mm-hmm. I think it honestly ends in, in one of the best possible ways it could like most shows either end with a fizzle or they try and end um and it's just like not what it should have been um i think this show honestly gets better and better and better and its last season is super strong so and it is over correct you said it, the, it's yeah, over it's it, done the finale has ended okay so it's, it's, it's the series finale yeah. so it's it's you can you can it, and it's something you could watch anytime is so it like, all on I, netflix or at least probably one through three is all on netflix probably I think it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know the the last season's on Hulu. That's the where that's oh, okay. where we watched it. So I can, so. I can finish it. I, yeah. I would probably do that. I, it's always good to get a new a new good sitcom in there. And it is created by Michael Schur, who who plays Moe's on The Office. Ah, yeah. okay, yeah. Guys, I'm telling you, it oh, is I'll check it, it out is, too. Yeah. It's worth it's worth checking out. It really, really is. Mm. It's the good place. Nice. Oh good. Uh for me, I'm gonna go back to the book uh the book category here i just read a book called tell the machine good night by katie williams mm. and i i would say it is okay and i say this without with having only seen one episode of this and we need to watch some of this for the podcast so that i will actually like do it instead of saying i will do it um hmm. it reads like an episode of black mirror um it oh. is it's set 10 uh, 15 years in the future from now so i think it's 2035 and there is a machine called the Apricity Machine that uh, you you do a little like cheek swab and you put your DNA in the machine and it tells you three ways, three things that you need to do to be happy. And they will be very disjointed and strange. It'll be uh, so like it opens this is the opening lines. It's like uh, I should have grabbed the book to read it, but it's it's uh, eat more tangerines, make sure that your desk gets good morning sun and amputate your left finger your, your, your oh left my gosh. finger yeah something like that and it's it, but like and they won't always be that cr- that crazy of a thing but they will be very random and and well, only one of those three is a real problem yeah. well and one of them no but but so the this is again in the future i would say this is nearly dystopian um like it's fahrenheit 451 in some ways um Ooh, but I love fahrenheit in that 451. 
in that like uh, that's covered by his health insurance because they've all bought into this machine tells you how to be happy. Um, and so we the the character the main character we follow, uh, her name is Pearl, and she is uh, she is an appreciative technician, and so she, her job is to go around and, and you know administer these tests for people and to inform them. Um, Does her mom do... wear a scarlet A? Just checking. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. Uh, it's uh, it's a very interesting book. It is far from a perfect book. In fact, I think it should have been a, no- uh, a novella. Um, because I think there are a couple plot threads that, that are not needed, but it's certainly, it's, it's certainly a thought provoking book. Um, it's an intriguing, an intriguing read and it, and it very much reads like an episode of black mirror. Hmm. Yep. And you've watched black it. mirror, right? Or no? one, one episode. And so we need to do it for this, this podcast so a that couple of random I will actually watch it. And I would kind of like a list from Chris of which ones I should yeah. watch. And if I like those, not the I'll first watch more. All I know all is don't the, watch the first episode. All of the ones that begin with black. <laughs> there's one called Black Christmas, Black... Um, all right, making a note here. Yeah, there, there's like three episodes that begin with black, and all of them are excellent. Oh, cool. All right. They really, really are. The one with John Hamm is... is, is I've heard is, that's is, a good uh, one. Black Christmas, and it's it's spectacular. And then there's another one... I, I, I'll give, there's a Star I'll give Trek you a one uh, called USS Callister, which is mediocre, yeah. but I would say it's a dark version of Galaxy Quest. It's fine. It, 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 there are some that are fine, but then there are some that are really, truly great science yeah. fiction that you should not miss. And thankfully, they're all standalone yeah. for the most part. Well, that's why I asked, because I've a couple of random things I've watched. I'm like, I don't want to waste my time on the crap ones to, while trying to be convinced to watch this show. Yeah. Right. Well, see that this is the thing too is is that it is there's there's so few of them. They're all like movies. They're like 90-minute movies and there's only right. like what maybe 9 or 12 of them. There's only like 12 episodes total. Yeah. So it, they only do like not three gonna, a season, yeah. Yeah, so or it's, it's not like, like you're the new Twilight waste. Zone where I'm like, why am I doing this? You know, I didn't just, even yeah, try the new it Twilight out. Zone was just too much. It, 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 there are 22 uh, episodes total by the way of Black Mirror. 22. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, that's right, because they've added a couple more seasons. It's, but I, it's one honestly, eight Emmys. I mean, it's yeah. No, no, no. Black Mirror is excellent, and yeah, I would say skip the first episode until you've bought into it, and you, okay. almost you could watch that one as the last one. But even if you skipped it, it would be fine. Okay. Um, but there is one episode that this becomes very meta because that's the kind this kind of show mm-hmm. where it, it it is about the other episodes. Um, so like. You can watch it without seeing the other episodes, but if you have seen the other episodes, sure, it becomes sure. you're like, whoa, whoa, wow, these guys are brilliant. How are they doing this right now? So, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, all right, okay, cool. I would recommend it. I really would. Tyler, Kate, what else do you have to okay, share with us for my today? Turn. Yes. So, um, at some point this year, after Rise of Skywalker comes out on DVD. We're going to have a Star Wars episode. So, we have to. We do need to. At least a Skywalker Saga episode. Mm-hmm. And so sort of in preparation for that, I have been noodling around with some things. And we'll see if I finish it or not because, you know, you don't know what's going to stick. But I started reading uh, Aftermath by Chuck Wendig. It's good. The beginning of yeah. the trilogy post Return of the Jedi that mm-hmm. explains what you need to know for Force Awakens to make more sense. And so my 
comments about Force Awakens in the past have to do with what was not set up there that apparently was set up in these books. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to see for myself um, if that answers some of my issues with yeah, the sequel trilogy. And so I got the audio, but I'm like, you know, 45 minutes into it. So we'll yeah. see if I bail or not. So I mean, keep, I must- keep your expectations tempered, but it, it, it's decent. It's it's fun. Yeah. It also helps that Mark Thompson is the narrator. Yeah. If if you ever listen to Star Wars novelizations, Mark Thompson is probably the best narrator of Star Wars mm-hmm. out there, period. Hmm. I listened to one that Mark Hamill narrated his own parts in, and Mark Thompson is a better Luke than Mark Hamill is these days. That's accurate. that gives you an idea, which isn't to say He's that... He's been playing Joker for too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I also watched the first episode of Clone Wars and went... I don't know. And of, so the, the very first I, episode it. or the like very the very first episode. If you if you get into the Clone Wars, you have to go and find a chronological list and then just skip around to find the good ones. Like even find like the best the best 10 because I think there are too many episodes and they are worse than like the Star Trek the original series with airing things out of order. Like it it genuinely is like there will that be is they good do to know, trilogy. I didn't know they were doing out of order. Oh, so. it's it's garbage. Like in, in that way, it, it is it's like what whose head was up whose butt when they were planning this because it was there they do trilogies of episodes they're actually really good when you're seeing them as but it'll be like episode one is here and then there'll be like four other episodes and then episode two and then four mm. other episodes and then episode three it, it's it's genuinely confusing i'm so glad i brought this up because i want to yeah. watch rebels as well and more and it just and rebels is only okay Really? Clone Wars is good. Rebels has some good moments, and I haven't watched all of it. Oh, that's um, a bummer, because Rebels I wanted to watch, because that's mm-hmm. whenever Grand Admiral Thrawn is introduced into canon. Yeah. Because, as right. you guys know, he was uh, an yes, original Extended books. Universe character oh, written by Timothy Zahn yep. that Amazing. actually yep. was brought over and is now uh, full canon on the other mm-hmm. side. So, I don't know if I'll get to watch all of those before we get around to our Star Wars episode. I also wasn't sure I could get through it anyways, because we have... I hate the prequels. Spoiler alert. Yeah. And having, like, whiny Anakin in episode two, I quit watching. Anakin <laughs> becomes much of a less... He, he becomes much less of an important character. It's, it is so much more... Once they find out what they have with the clone troopers, mm-hmm. it's... It's very intriguing. And, and right. some of the other side stuff. Well, then I'll yeah. do a best of list there and yeah. see what happens I'm whenever sure my hold there. for Star Wars Rebels come in. So in the meantime, I'm sort of playing in the Star Wars sandbox when I have spare time on the cool. side. Well, yeah, we it's, it's, this is probably too soon, but I think we're about eight episodes away from our 100th episode. And that would have been kind of cool to do Crazy. a to do a Star Wars thing. And we, we maybe still could. But uh, but that's that's something I've been thinking about. Yeah, is doing some Star Wars maybe for that if we could. Hey, maybe we could it's do cool. Back to the Future because it's it's an anniversary there we go. year for it. There we go. That would be fun. Back to the Future would be great to talk about. I'd love to do a retrospective on Back to the Future. I've yeah, never seen any Back to the Future movie more than once, and so I'm in bad need of a watch. Oh, that would be good. Heck I'm, yes. I'm down. And it's I'm been a long a time, so. Oh, I love it. Chris, hey, what I about just wanted, you? What are you watching? I wanted, I wanted to say really quick that I, I misspoke. It's not the, the the episodes that have black in front of them. It's the episodes that have white. white. I, in so, front I was of just them. looking. Okay. White I'm so sorry. And I I just I just recommended, but like I'll, I'll give my recommendations real quick that I sent to both of you just a moment ago. In season one, there's one there's an episode called The Entirety of You. Um, it's amazing. Season two, White Christmas and White Bear. And season three, Nosedive. 
season four, Hang the DJ, and Black Museum. Mm. Those are the episodes that I'd recommend that you start with. Awesome. Um, and uh, go from there. Black Museum, um, wait to very the, the very end. Do well, watch that. What one were your last. thoughts on Bandersnatch? I know that was controversial and what people thought about it. Right. Yeah. 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 I actually had a lot of fun uh, with that. It seems cool. Like, but I haven't. I, did you watch it? No, I haven't. It seemed neat though. So just so everybody understands, Bandersnatch uh, is a Black Mirror episode, but it's not actually included in any of these lists because it's an interactive. Uh, it's a choose your own adventure. Yeah. Choose your own adventure um, uh, uh, episode. And so basically what happens is, is you watch the episode and then you basically play as the main character. You choose, um, you know, left or right, basically A or B throughout the entire episode. And then you get to uh, experience uh, the consequences of your choices throughout the episode. It is uh, very interesting and yeah. unique. I heard very it's Black Mirror. There's there comes a point when it becomes, whoa boy. You're yeah. like, oh, okay, this is. Why I've heard it's even a little this? horror. Like it's it's creepy from what I've heard. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's it's that perfect like blending like bending of the fourth wall mm-hmm. like you're you suddenly are a character within it that's it's cool. a magic trick it's a magic trick that happens that's neat. some people don't like that magic trick uh they think it's a little like dumb but i just kind of bought into it and i was like i'm just gonna go with it and just see where it goes yeah and i thought it was actually kind of cool it's not great but it, as an experiment it was really really kind of neat so it anyway. says it says there are over this is i I almost don't believe this, but this, there are over one trillion potential paths to view the work and five distinct endings. That's yeah, I don't, I don't know if a that's trillion, <laughs> but uh, maybe I guess it, it could go exponentially. Somebody's math suppose. might be a bit. There's no zeros. way because it's just it's just A and B. Like I don't understand. I mean, I get how like you could like like the trees, right? But like yeah. No way. Huh. No way. But five no distinct way. endings. That that sounds more real. Yeah. You hear it here, ladies and gentlemen. Chris says, no way. No way. <laughs> no way. False. Yes. Now just prove me wrong. I, I, <laughs> I will watch all of them. Hey, I'll everybody, you can at him on Twitter at Chris Farrell. <laughs> hey, don't out me like this. What's wrong with you? Anyway. Chris, all right. So, Chris, what about you? Are you watching anything else? I mean, you know, there's a lot here, but, you know, I, I don't want to take up the entire, you know, night or whatever. But I'll, I'll mention one more Netflix show. I, I know I talked about this on Screeners, too. This has nothing to do with geekdom, but I'm a huge fan of true crime uh, stuff. I don't know if you guys consume any sure. podcasts or like that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. But I love me some true crime. There is a series on Netflix called Don't F With Cats. Oh, I haven't watched that yet. I'd wow. Say. Uh, that title alone is compelling. <laughs> It is. Are they eating eyeballs? Crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, it's basically, yeah. And I don't even tell you anything about it. Just if if you're a fan of true crime and you like well made, like if you enjoyed anything like serial or yeah, um, whatever uh, true crime documentaries. This I mean, is the I one like for cinnamon you. toast crunch. Yeah, there you go. It's the same. I don't know Th- that kind of cereal. That. Cereal. Oh, I, okay, because it's, yeah. Uh-huh. Nope. <laughs> so I'm, I'm actually not going to say anything else about it other cool. than um, Don't F with Cats is worth watching on Netflix. <laughs> okay. Awesome. 
Well, I'll, I'll round it out uh, just with a couple of movie recommendations, and I won't go too deep too deep into them. Uh, but I will say I'll plug our, our sister podcast, The Screeners, because I know they've, they've reviewed both of these. But I just saw Birds of Prey and uh, The Invisible Man. Birds of Prey Ooh. is is the action movie I've been waiting for that I didn't know that I was waiting for. Mm. It is it is so good. It is Birds of Prey does Suicide Squad. Sorry, it's sorry, it's Deadpool does Suicide Squad. Uh mm. it is it's okay. so good. It's so funny. Uh Margot Robbie absolutely just you know, she was the best part of Suicide Squad anyway and she she There was gets a good part movie. in Suicide Squad. I'm confused. There was there was a couple. I just rewatched Suicide Squad 2 just uh, Why? Just out of, well, because I love Birds of Prey, and I was like, let's let's see, let's see how does this holds up. Hold Did you just up. want to see what your brain looks like on the wall in a splatter pattern? No, I I liked I liked it overall. It's it's not a good movie, but I enjoyed a lot of it. it it's mm-hmm. uh, there's how some much major were you problems. Oh my gosh, there are some major problems with it. But Birds of Prey is absolutely <laughs> fantastic. It's a great movie. But the other one is Invisible, The Invisible Man, starring Elizabeth Moss. It's it's a Blumhouse uh, movie. Man, that is one of the most tense movies I have ever seen. Mm. Um, and it's not, I wouldn't even say it's fully horror, but you can tell it is written and directed by a woman, not a man. Uh, and it is not, uh, it is. It's really good. It's very good. It is unflinching at its depictions of domestic uh, violence and abuse. And, and, and I would say not glorifying it's, them in any it's, way. It's literally gaslighting yes. the movie. It, yeah, it, the movie is gaslighting you as you watch it too. It is yeah. so good. It's, Have you guys oh, seen wonderful. the original movie Gaslight from yes. the forties? Okay. Yes. Checking. Oh, it's it's oh, uh, without what's her name? Uh, Angela Lansbury. Gosh. Yes, Angela Lansbury. Yeah, Murder She Wrote, Lady. Yep. Mrs. Potts. Yep. Mrs. Potts. Uh, and then the last one. This is the off. This is the oddball. Those two are in the theaters right now. This one is on Hulu. And it is one of the strangest documentaries. This is a sort of a true crime documentary. If we're going with with the thread from Chris, um, I'm listening. <laughs> it's I wouldn't call it crime as much as just true like weirdness. But it's called Wrinkles the Clown. Oh, how was that? Oh, because that's I've like been, in your neck of the woods ish. It, it is. Yes. I, I need. I need to. I need to. I need to. Uh, have I need you to watch seen it. any I've... of the stickers? Does it did, have they made them down your way? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely like a, a part of, a part of, uh, mythos, yeah, you know it, what of I mean? Your area. So wrinkles, the clown, this is a real thing. I genuinely, I kind of looked over it thinking it was a bad horror movie that Hulu. Like Pennywise's cousin. Oh, it's yeah. It, it, so wrinkles, the clown is a true story. It's, it's a documentary following this old man who, um, basically he's kind of homeless and has, developed a persona as a clown who will torment your children if they are bad for you. Um, and so like you can call his number. There are, there are stickers. All He lives in Florida. There are stickers um, that he has put all over the place and he has become an internet sensation. Uh, you could just Google it, look up, go to YouTube and wrinkles, wrinkles, the clown, uh, child's bed. Look that one up, and it will terrify you. Uh, oh, and... that just sounds. <laughs> it's, no, and that's. Yep, it's messed up. And it's, it's what you think it is. It's exactly what you think it is. It, it's. Uh, I, I don't well, know. I can think okay. of a few different. It's awful not molesting. I will say it's not molesting, okay, but thank it is. You. It is terrifying still. Um, oh, never mind. It's not what it's you think not it what is. You think it is, but it's. It, uh, <laughs> uh, but no, you. So parents will use him as as a threat. Parents people... will say. I'm calling, I'm calling wrinkles, the clown and you, it's, they'll play. He gets like thousands of messages a week. Um, 
from parents what? who have like called his number and left a voicemail and, and and it's them talking to their kids like oh you better i'm i'm calling wrinkles you better stop you better stop crying i'm calling wrinkles and you'll hear the kid That's like horrible. screaming bloody murder in the background it this is, is terrible it is this it's is absolutely wrong. Awful. it's shocking and and i kept waiting for the shooter to like, this is fake because it's I, it's like, I can't believe this is real. Like, <laughs> it's so shocking to me. I can't believe it's real. Because it's it's 100% accurate. I kept waiting for it to be like, to, to like, this isn't real, this is fake, you know, or something to come out. And I finally looked it up because like, this can't be an, a real thing. Yeah. It's it's shocking. So, Wrinkles the Clown, it's on Hulu. It might be elsewhere, but I, I found it on Hulu. So That's what it took for you to go too far in this podcast. Me? I didn't do anything wrong. You're recommending you the terror of wrong. children. <laughs> no, uh, you have to watch this documentary because, like, it's this guy is it's it's shocking, it's shocking. <laughs> I am not advocating this it. at all. I cannot believe it's real, but yes, I'm advocating watching the movie. <laughs> not not that you call wrinkles and use them on your children. <laughs> I'll let you know how it goes, guys. I'm giving them a call right now. <laughs> it's it's it's. Ugh. I just so want anyway. him to go visit Tyler now. <laughs> Do you think no. he travels? You are, uh, you, hmm? he, he does travel. Yes. He, that's part of the movie. Yeah. It's, <gasps> oh, wait, it's wait, wait, wait. Up. Maybe he'll go for your birthday. No. Right, I'll call him. Ugh, you have to pay him. It might be a great birthday present because you seem to really like him. I don't. It's shocking. It's so insane. Yeah, Ugh. but you're very happy to be shocked. I mean, the <laughs> grin on your face right now. All right, everybody. All right, I think it's time that we wrap this sucker yep. up. I wow, this is this is devolved into something. I don't know what would just happen. This is take, a... uh-huh. take us away. Yes. Well, you can find us at Geek Card Check on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can at Tyler at Tyler Howitt about his strange obsessions. Until Good next time. Business. I'm one with the force, the force is with me.